Welcome to Karma San Diego Podcast, where we talk all things San Diego awareness, activism, and ourselves. <laughs> My name is Kelly, and I'm Adriana, and we want to give you a warm welcome to our show. Sit back, relax, and grab yourself a creature comfort, and we'll do the same. It's too late. But if, but if you have show. diabetes, <laughs> welcome to the show. Hi, good to see you. Don't have it. Welcome to the show. Yeah, I guess you can come through. I mean, I'm here already. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Fine. Hi. What's up, dog? Yeah, it's so good to see you. Do you okay, feel like a right. bobblehead right now? <laughs> <laughs> we put CBD oil on our neck and... Um, We're feeling real... Our really necks really might fall off. Or... <laughs> <laughs> Our heads might fall off. And the necks. Yeah. We're going to be real close, and it's not even that hot today, so we're just creating body heat. It's a little chilly in here. It's nice. But we have many snacks, many bevs. Oh, my God. So many drinks. I see eight. That's a lot. So, uh, do you want to talk about what's going on in the world this month? the day that you are listening to this, the day that this podcast goes live, is the 14th of November, which is World Diabetes Day. And so we thought it's so timely that we would talk all about diabetes. Mm-hmm. Ish. Kind of like actually not at all, but absolutely. You know yeah. what I mean? Because diabetes is just... style. You don't know. You can't see it. You can't tell. No. But it's just part of your life. So the more you know diabetics, the more... You know. You, fig- <laughs> you fucking know. The more you last think that we look like uh, a weirdo when we have to inject ourselves with insulin. Or when I need juice, it's... Because I really need it. Yeah. And when I need to look at the carbohydrates, it's not because I'm on the Atkins diet. And there's a girl pacing behind you, sweating profusely through her face mask while trying to buy handfuls of candy. Let She's, her eat it. Yeah, please. Should we explain our third voice? Maybe. If they deserve it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do they deserve it? the grace, the beauty, the beauties? Live, laugh, love. <laughs> the beaties. The beaties. Chelsea. Hi, guys. This is my sweet baby angel cousin, Chelsea. Hey. This is so Italian. I was like, I want to have a type 1 diabetic on the show for this day. And she's like, oh, I got a cousin. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about <laughs> for it. For your first question, I only want you to explain how we are cousins. Because this is how Italian our family is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> How are we cousins? Adria, we aren't, I mean... Let's be real, we're not really cousins. We're not really cousins. It, whenever Italians tell you that they're cousins, we base, us children, it's our jobs to just sit there and nod and smile. Mm-hmm. They, then when you're an adult, they'll, you're, but then you're actually related. Well, so as a kid, you just nod your head, yes. but then as you age into a fine wine of Italian. <laughs> we're related because of all the time we spend together, but like... Let's be real. We haven't. We we have many many pages that separate us. Yeah, it's not like my dad is Adriana's brother. Yeah, or anything. Or, or our dads cousin. aren't brothers. Our moms aren't sisters. Mm-hmm. Her grandfather isn't my grandfather's brother. No. But your cousins. We just both have lots of vowels in our last name. Yeah, our dads are cousins. So your mom's like, oh yeah, your cousin Chelsea. You're like, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're we're like fourth. I think, we're, third I think cousins? we're third cousins. Third. You're like, yeah, fourth. Because <laughs> if, fourth. if your dad and my dad are cousins, that means your dad is my second cousin, making you my third cousin. So weird. Because. I don't get it. That's, that's how we were that's raised. That's how Italians are raised. With third cousins being your first cousin. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, when I explain that to people, they look at me and they're like, oh. I don't even okay. know I, if I have any cousins. Yeah, they're like, oh, I don't even call those people my family. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, well. It's like, it's funny because even when you're in a family like ours, it's like when your aunt has a sister and she marries into your family. That sister now becomes your aunt, too. Yep. And then those kids yes. become your cousins. And then those cousins' kids then become like your nieces and nephews. And it happens a lot in our family. Wow. A lot. It's weird. I'm into it. Yeah. I'm into it too. You know, you gotta like a big family. 
We have very standard questions we ask every episode we have a guest, mm-hmm. and then I spiced them up a little bit. Ooh, I love <laughs> so, a little spice. Because all the other guests didn't have a diagnosis day, so mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you what age you were when you were diagnosed. I was six and a half when wow. I was diagnosed. How old were you? I was 15 wow. when I was diagnosed. Wow. What year? 2005. Wow. 2001. Wow. Yeah. Right after the millennium. Wow. Right after the the internet was supposed to crash and the world was supposed to end. (laughs) Mr. Pancreas. You know? And then then Mr. Pancreas decided to crash, you know? That's wild. Yeah. It was was crazy. I mean, uh, yeah. Six, six. Do you remember? Like, you don't have to, like... Tell, troubleshoot but like oh yeah you remember that at that age oh yeah it's young but old being yeah. six it's 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 crazy because I'm a preschool teacher so the kids that I'm with day to day they're only a couple of years younger than I was but I remember that day like it was yesterday just totally. because it's that was a day that changed the rest of my life and yeah. how I how I live my day-to-day life yeah Yeah, it's an unforgettable day. A lot of people, when I talk about my diagnosis day, they're like, you have such amazing memory. I wish I had a memory like yours. And I'm like, I I can close my eyes and just, like, live through the whole thing. So I don't know if it's a blessing or just ingrained in our experience. But, yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's just something that's ingrained in those those triggering feelings that bring you back as a Mm -hmm. diabetic of, oh, (laughs) here I am. Yeah. Well, the high blood sugar, here it is. Yeah, my existence is different than everyone else's. Mm. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Um, you can be diagnosed with juvenile diabetes under the age of 35. So it's 35 and younger is juvenile onset. It's funny that you say that. Last weekend, I met a friend of a friend's who was just diagnosed this past January. Oh, wow. Talk wow. about a crazy, shitty 2020, my yeah. friend. Yeah. Being di- Could you imagine getting diabetes this getting, year? Getting diagnosed with diabetes at the age of 21. No. As oh an God. adult, so being difficult. told, like, hey, totally. I, I know you've enjoyed this past 21 years of your life, but, huh. Got super used to it. <laughs> Don't get used to it. <laughs> yeah. But, but for real, type 1 diabetes can happen at any time. But they distinguish juvenile onset as 35 and younger and then... Um, Typically, it's the different forms of diabetes after that age. There's like 13 different kinds of diabetes, but we're number one. So that's what we're talking about today. <laughs> we're number one. And the people are like, is that the good one or the bad one? I'm like, bitch. They're all bad. They're Come both on. bad. Are we having a disease pissing contest? Because we piss the most. We win. <laughs> we win. Ketoacidosis. Okay. But let's go back to our regular questions. Okay, before we move on to the regular questions, I have a gift for you. Mm. Oh, thank you. Wow. This is the best gift ever. And uh, that's for you, too. Oh, thanks. You're so sweet. And if you could see what we were doing, I'm passing her a J that I rolled up for her. So sweet. What a good cousin. It's what we do here on the pod. Even if you don't smoke, we won't smoke in front of you, or we will, and just have a window open. <laughs> Maybe your job, blood tests or pee tests. Maybe you just want some CBD lotion on your neck. Mm. We'll hook it up. We got some of that lotion somewhere. <laughs> but until then, we light up. Spark it. Thank you, Adriana, my weed mom. It me. There's She's a the best at rolling things. There's a Thank guy you. right there. And our two listeners love ASMR, so you can snack away. Ooh. <laughs> you can cough. You can ASMR. They might hate it. They don't have a choice. They actually don't know that they love it yet. <laughs> <laughs> we were thinking we should have an app where you can listen to all our sounds. Like over a soundboard of us. And over oh. and over and over. I would do that. Just, just little sounds. You can make so many songs out of that. You have no idea. There's so much equipment behind you, Chelsea. You have no idea. <coughs> the clicking we could do. Oh, I'll be clicking. <laughs> so this is a very random question. I'm numb diabetic, so I can't answer or I can't ask any of those questions because I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> when you drink coffee, how do you like to drink it? How do you take it? Do you drink coffee? Oh, I, girl. Mm. We're Italian. Come on. I mean. Huh. Nanu and Nana had us drinking coffee. Before we, cigarettes. before we even knew what coffee was. 
You dip your biscotti in there in the morning. I you play feel your like cards. you're smoking like a beautiful Italian woman. Well, thank you. you have wow. this nice little, like, you just got grace. You know when some people just hold their fork nice and it makes you realize you don't? Yeah. You look great. She's a queen. Um, yes, I drink coffee. I drink oh, a good cup a day. You know, sometimes two if I need it, like mm. I said. Do you like a milk frother? I've never done milk froth. I So recently, I've been doing almond milk. Ooh. I used to use whole milk. And then... You know, a quick ten days in the hospital, and then telling me, telling you some some <laughs> systemic problems. You you'll have oh. to change some stuff. Wow. Yeah. So almond milk. Oh fuck. Maybe yeah. one one scoop, only one of normal sugar. Now this may this may make you be like, wow, you're diabetic. Can you have sugar? Yes. <laughs> Us diabetics, we can have sugar. We do eat food. We, we just do. Don't always get to pick when we get to eat yeah. it. Luckily for me, my blood sugar is usually low in the morning. So that That's one scoop of, co- of sugar in the morning with my sugar-free creamer, it sets me and I'm good to go. So I'm normally, I have the morning high syndrome more so. They call, it's literally called like the morning high syndrome, I it's swear. Like the, yeah, dawn it's phenomenon. Like dawn phenomenon. That's yep. it. And it's because your body's pissed off that you got to start waking up. up. And all my hormones are just like, pump it up <laughs> so i take like a unit of insulin and don't eat or drink anything and exercise and it still can be high sometimes wow. if i don't like plan accordingly which is crazy because you think it would just relax in the morning I and i'm too. i run low in the evening so i try not to take like too much insulin at mm-hmm. night because um, it's a clusterfuck do you use insulin pens shots uh, or i do pump? i do shots okay yeah yeah, that was one of our questions. Yeah. I told Age was like, "Are you gonna add extra ones off the fly?" I'm like, "It's gonna just work." Yeah. Speak the BDs. Yeah. What do you use? I use an insulin pump, but mm-hmm. I up until this past March, I was doing Sorry. insulin shots. Okay. And using the insulin pen. Yes. So yeah, I, a little bit of both. I know exactly, exactly how you feel. I have a question. Yeah. Yeah. What's an insulin pen? Okay. It's um so you, I use like a vial and a syringe, which yeah, is what I've you're used that. to seeing, and then the pens have it already inside of them, and you like screw a pen cap on them, so it looks kind of like an EpiPen, mm-hmm. and it has way less insulin in it. Yep, like and you spend a lot more money mm-hmm. on them. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. You get five vials, and inside those five vials, I believe it's only three hundred milliliters. Yes. Yeah, which only like 200 or 300, yeah. which only fills up I've I have had some leftover insulin pens so that's what I've been using yes. to fill my pump because yes. why am I going to go out and buy vials of insulin no. when I have pens that I can just suck the insulin out of That's right. So that's what I've been doing and only one of my pens fills up one insulin one of my insulin pumps and that lasts me about 3 days. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's most, costly most being a diabetic. Most hold like two hundred to three hundred units in them, so you have to change them all the time. Versus the vial lasts me a month. Mm-hmm. So honestly, like I use syringes and and vials because it's cheap cheaper. Mm-hmm. That's like the cheapest way to take it. But then there's also other things too. Like so, the pens are hella heavy, and mm-hmm. if you don't get it down right, you bruise yourself every time because you're slamming like this two pound dart into you instead of like a really light. And not syringe. only that, but but after you bruise, sometimes there's some scar tissue that's left mm-hmm. behind also. And then Thank after you. you you push yourself into scar tissue, sometimes your insulin doesn't absorb into your skin. So then you just all of a sudden your blood sugar is hella high after you took a bunch of insulin because you shot it into the wrong hole. Yeah, and then you're like, wow, I just wasted all of my money. My <laughs> belly didn't work for like almost eight years so when I was first diagnosed I only took shots in my stomach because Mm -hmm. I was like a pencil and so Mm -hmm. I was so skinny that I couldn't take it like anywhere else yeah and that's where you can reach right you don't really get into arm shots right off the right off the bat no and so I um I then switched like my thighs and everywhere else because my stomach literally quit working and then these past two or three years I've been able to use my stomach for now again but my arms are 
do not work. Insulin in my arm is nothing. I feel <laughs> it's that. It's crazy. When I was a little kid, my my legs were the were the go-to spot just because like the top or your backs or your legs. Like the tops. Yeah. Yeah, like the the top top of your leg or like the side, but Cuz you have to find the fattiest part, right? Yeah. <clears throat> the fattiest part wherever you can just, you know, get a little yes. squeeze. Yeah, and it's not like too much muscle. And Just it's a little space, pinch. And you're not flexing while you do it. Mm-hmm. So I have to take one really big shot a day, and I have to use my ass cheeks because it's like the only way to take it. And I can't sit for like forever. Like my, I sit so strange because my butt cheek hurts. Do you use Lantus? Yeah. Yeah, Lantus. Yeah. Uh, it Fuck stings. Lantus, yes. It stings. I was on, I have had others, and I do mm-hmm. have them as backup, but yeah. I'm pretty much forced into a Lantus mm-hmm. corner. Lantis. Until maybe next year. Wow. <laughs> Who knows? You know how it goes. So. Mm-hmm. But Lantis is, I think it gives me side effects, dude. Really? Lantis. Yeah. I've been taking it for 14 years now. Wow. Just about. I've only had one or two other kinds of insulin. Wow. See, I was a Humalin, Humalog girl. Yeah. That's the cloudy and the glare. Cloudy and just the sitting glare. here like yep. mystified. I'm in the cloudy. There's so many <laughs> She's different in the kinds of insulin. So you can't just like use any of it. And then they can have different strengths too. Mm-hmm. So I have like a Humalog 100, but then I have a Humalog 200. I'm like too scared to use it because it's stronger. That's crazy. I've so never. just take one unit for two. I've never met a 200 person. Me neither. Isn't it scary? You, you are the rare kind. I'll oh, flash wow. my pen when I get Ooh. to. I think I have to use it in like April. So I'll let you know. Okay, okay, let me know how it goes. <laughs> I know, I only just recently learned about all of the different kinds of insulin that you take because when your other in- Italian when family. my other Italian family had to help her get insulin, um, because the pandemic, the pandemic fucked her hard, and she couldn't get insulin, and I was like, I'm not a doctor, and with a soul, we have a very lovely uncle who hooked this lady up thank god that doesn't deny type 1 diabetics access to insulin thank goodness because there's so many clerical errors that people would be like i understand what your problem is but i can't help you and i'm like no but death is upon the table i cannot go to mexico i like yes i can hit up all my friends that's illegal like swapping friends with medication or medication with Mm -hmm. friends which obviously how do type 1 diabetics stay alive they have a group of friends yep but it's they criminalize you they literally and you drive down the street and you'll see a handwritten sign we'll pay cash for test strips Mm -hmm. you've all seen it and do you get i you get in trouble for doing that, mm-hmm. don't you? You yeah. do. It's a criminal offense to sell life-needed medical supplies. Can't they go fucking arrest other people like racists? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Arrest the racists, not the diabetics. You've got it all no, wrong. Thank you. They just don't get it. They don't get it. Could you imagine going to jail for selling insulin? Everyone in jail would be like, okay, so we're just going to have to help her get out. So why are you here? Yeah. <laughs> and you yeah. won't be here long because so we'll us, kill you. Why are you here again? <laughs> exactly. Oh, you sold insulin? Oh. <laughs> because <laughs> someone was going to die? Oh. So you're hmm. a good person is what you're saying? I'm sorry. What? We're really like walking EMTs, so you're welcome, everyone. I honestly feel like I could be a qualified nurse sometimes with as much information as I know. You have to have um, some sort of like a CPR certification as a preschool teacher though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. CPR yep. and first aid. Yep. Same for the yogas. Yep. They, they, I had to learn how to, you pump a baby's chest while singing, uh, uh, uh. Stay alive. Stay from from the office. (laughs) (laughs) They definitely have it in the office. Yes, in the actual. But they changed the song this year. We're supposed to be using a different rhythm. Really? Hmm. I'll let you know in Great Housekeeping, (laughs) which is the next episode when I figure it out. (laughs) Or the next one after that, because who knows? (coughs) Tune in. So, I can't read this. So direction. I'm going to, okay, so I'm going <laughs> to ask this question because you're going to ask the alternate question. Great. Oh. How do you consume your cannabis to get high? Do you oh. like to roll up, bong, hit, blunt, rap, keef, oh. motherfucker? Oh. <laughs> I, I'm, okay, Bath, so I'm bong. more, I'm, I'm like an OG bong girl. I, 
I I just recently we love a bong rip. I just recently got a zong, you know, mm-hmm. and it's been it's just been hitting the spot lately. Just something about that diagonal long flow. <laughs> you me would up. be a badass bitch, you know. Slong with the bong. But nice. also, I'm not gonna lie. When I, when it's a good occasion, your girl likes to roll up a nice backwood. You guys in your backwoods. <laughs> oh my gosh, you and Justin. I know. You and Justin like totally yes. bond over this and me and Justin, I'm like, please go in the other room. Please. I feel like your favorite drink is like a whiskey sour or something really mm. like you're just like I go hard. No. She's just like sexy. No. <laughs> White Russian. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. White Russian the are big so Lebowski. Good. They're better. so good. Mic drop. They remind yeah, me she's badass. They remind me of yeah. my sisters. Like my sisters would always talk about how our grandpa when they were little kids he used to make um Kahlua's and milk, and I was just like, "Oh, that sounds fucking delicious." I love that all of Why our grandparents just hook it, it up. up with the booze. Hooked it up with the booze. I'm enamored by you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you, White Russian. Thank you. I I'm can't believe. Yeah, that you know, but like always, the go like margarita too. You know, mm. you know. We you, talked about those. That I you can never go wrong we? with a margarita. Yeah. I don't remember. I apparently have <laughs> smoked too many bong ribs. You're a bobblehead. Talk to Josh about you're it. A <laughs> Sorry. That's CBD oils getting to your head. Maybe it, was, maybe it was Adriana. Maybe it was my husband. I never know. We're interchangeable, to be real. <laughs> that just all smushes together. Can't help it. Well, if that's how you like to get high, then how do you like to get low? So, your snacks for low blood sugar. Oh. What do you like to eat? Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Dude, when your blood sugar's low, I, okay, is it just me or does it happen to you? Do you get like profusely sweaty? Yes. Oh my gosh. Don't drench the the sheets, yeah. the bed. Yeah. Absolutely alarming it, rate of sweat. It Absolutely. is. Yes. It is truly alarming. Mm-hmm. So this morning I woke up in a pile of my own sweat, and That's the first thing know. I grabbed. Was a big ass laffy taffy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god! And, I love this. And, you need straight sugar. And yeah, you do. And it's really awful because it. Well, it's 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 a blessing and a curse that I mm-hmm. am a stoner because I always have snacks on me mm-hmm. because you always if, gotta have them. You, you got always the munchies gotta, and the lows. You got the munchies <laughs> and the lowsies. <laughs> I do and, love gummies. I like candy yes. a lot. That's why my teeth are rotted out of my head. Gummy. Because of low blood sugar. Yeah. Gummy candies. Wow. Um, Peach I mean, drinks. Wow. Yeah, drinks, you know, like sugary you guys drinks. You just keep like pixie sticks on hand or what? Oh, that's too dry because you got to eat a lot of it. So you're, you're just like, yeah. oh. And <laughs> it honestly is like you have the really bad munchies when your blood sugar's low. You can't stop. You, you can't stop. But then. Well, I've been around it but before then, many so, times. So yes. like we said, you're really sweaty, right? Yeah. And then you're consuming all of this candy. You're like shoveling you're it. You're like uncomfortable. You're shoveling it in your mouth. And then. Your blood sugar starts to rise. And then you get freezing cold. It is the and worst your skin thing. Is crawling and I just because you're because you're sweating. I am so like you have, mystified. I'm in like a whole new we're world. We're finishing each other's sentences because so, it's so symbiotic. Like this shithole of diabeticness Ugh, that we live in. It's the worst. It's so wild because I mean I've been I've I've been your cousin my whole life <laughs> and your whole life <laughs> and I've been Kelly's friend for ten years. But I don't spend a lot of time around you, so I don't see your diabetes yeah. in action. I see Kelly's diabetes in action constantly mm-hmm. I've been with her where she's like we need all the snacks and she yeah. goes to the liquor store and just like fucking stiff arms the, like, yep. the, yep. the fucking aisle yeah. I don't care I rip all that shit open and drink it right and, yeah, and I sit like, down in the aisle <laughs> I have sat in the aisle of a liquor store That's before. great I had to yeah, I was just, like goodbye just you're welcome shots. I didn't crack my head open for you Yeah, on the floor so <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen these things in action but it's so wild because I don't think of this as like a society. I think of yeah. it as Kelly. And I don't mean that in like a negative way. It's yeah. just she's the only person in my life that, that has see. diabetes yeah. that I'm aware it of. It does feel that way. Like this is pretty magical to have like two type ones the mm-hmm. same age in San Diego. I mean, I'm sure there's maybe like 50 
I don't know. Like yeah. seriously, maybe. There's probably a shit ton of us, maybe. and we're just like we need to join we just, forces. Yeah. We're just too tired. Yeah, <laughs> we're, just we're tired. Busy. We're busy. We probably also have mental health issues that Absolutely. are that are down there on the low key. But you know, totally. we're diabetics, and we're we're doing it every we're day. We're doing it because you have to. Some people are like, oh my god, I could never like deal with all those shots. I'm like, bitch, you think we wa- like? You think I want either? Do it? Like. That what like so what did, shots absolutely did you me. did you like shots I mean not that anyone likes no. getting shots but did you like shots before they were my, diagnosed absolutely not no was absolutely terrified of them of course I remember my first like dental shot experience my mom bought me a pair of red corduroy bell bottom Tommy Hilfiger jeans as a reward for surviving through my traumatic like needle like that's the kind of level we were at like buy kelly a present to handle needles oh shit and so i remember when i was learning how to give shots i would sit for two to three minutes psyching myself out and not doing it and it was so hard and like i remember my parents like parking with me in the car so i could go sit in the car and for like five minutes like try to give myself a shot because it was so scary for me it took me forever so i think like me taking 10 shots a day is like the most badass yeah thing you're a hella badass dude see i See, I Thank think you. that getting diagnosed at one year later is is probably worse because, see, I was afraid of shots, but I was six. So it's yes. a typical fear when you're a kid, yeah, you're you know? The, but then also your parents are probably hella more involved yeah, because you had it at such a young your age. Your parents are trying to give you those stress balls. Doctors are trying to hold you down. You know, it's okay to be that kid that cries and is afraid of shots. So when I was diagnosed... I was in in and out of diabetic coma, a.k.a. Yeah. D.K.A. That's diabetic ketoacidosis, which yeah. is what, it's the state of unhealth that you're in when you're diagnosed or severely unmanaged or whatever. Yeah. So my A1C was like 17 or something yeah. crazy like that. My, what was your, what was your blood sugar at I when you were diagnosed? I think it was like seven or 800. Ready for this? No, it's gonna be terrible. Like a thousand. Nine ninety. Yeah, it can't exceed a thousand. You die. Yeah, it's they, like can't. It's like can't be done. They oh looked. God. They looked at. They looked at my parents and they said, "You're lucky you brought her in tonight." Wow. And they, yeah. I, I, I asked for my Gatorade, and yeah. they said, no, "No, little lady, you keep eating these ice chips." That's right. <laughs> so I said, "Okay." Yeah. And because I woke that would have pushed you over the edge. Yeah. That sugar in Here's the Gatorade. Crystal light or nothing. Yeah. Oh, wow. I woke up that next morning, and my doctor was like, "You're diabetic," and I was like, "I don't know what that means, but okay." <laughs> and then I was in and out of a coma, and they told me, they told me and my parents. She's going to have to get insulin shots for the rest of her life. And apparently I heard that woke right up out of my coma. And I said, I'll drink the insulin. And they said, they said, that ain't an option, little lady. We're sorry. It's the most depressing day ever. Think of having to Mm -hmm. deliver that news because your parents are just overwhelmed. You're learning. You have. Your parents are learning so much, you you're know. You're stuck in the hospital learning how to completely manage a whole new disease. I was in the hospital for five days before I was released, I think. I don't know to call it from d- discharged. Yuck. <laughs> Damn. I don't like that word. Damn. Let's go to the next question. Okay. Do you have any fun stories about any of your tattoos? Or do you have a tattoo that you are mostly fond of, that you love so much? Ah. Uh, um, so I just, I got these guys. Ooh. It's hey, I'm not sure so if you've seen these. <coughs> oh wow. my God. Wow. Yeah. They're both gray. Wow. So on my left arm, I have a butterfly and it has five little stars around it. And that. on my right arm, I have an old English outline 1924. Whose wow. date is that? That is my grandmother's birth year. That's awesome. So we lost her two years ago in May, and I actually got the butterfly on the anniversary. Sorry, one year. I got the butterfly on the anniversary of her death. So that was just super symbolic of her. her one of the last cards I got from her, it was... This really beautiful card with this um, birdcage on the front. And it was just this just gorgeous card. And inside of it was this cute, sweet handwritten letter, like letter from her. And she just has the prettiest, like cursive handwriting. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like. I want to get a tattoo of something like this. And my mom and I would always see butterflies and we're like, 
that's her. That's her. Oh my so, God. I love it. That's so amazing. I got the butterfly. And then on the anniversary that we uh, buried her, she's in the wall um, at Cabrillo National Monument. Okay. Overlooking Sunset Cliffs. Dope. Yeah. Beautiful spot. Um, we buried her on July 3rd. And that's when I got this guy. So... Super symbolic. Super. They're both beautiful. Yeah, thank you. I love them. I love them. They're every time I look down at them, I'm like, okay. They're cool. Chill. I'm really fine. into them. And I, I was like, you know, I, I'm kind of ballsy. Like I'm, I haven't really done anything. Like my other ones, kind of like more covered up too. Like you can't really yeah. see it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm kind of being a little ballsy with this, these ones on the forearms. Oh, they're but, out. But oh well. You they're know? great. Yeah, I know all about that feeling. I feel like we, like, you do all the other secret places first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we run out of places to put stuff, and yeah. I'm like, well, our generation. Yeah, I think I hope it changes. I yeah. think I think you know when I was like when I got my first job, I feel like tattoos were like okay, like you can have them, but like they could ha- they have to be appropriate, you know, and covered up mostly as much yeah, as possible. As much as possible, you have to have them covered up. You know, it's cool that you have them, but cover them up and. If they do kind of show, make sure they're the appropriate ones, you know, not yeah. like the the kissy lips naked on the neck, mm-hmm. yeah, or the naked booties. <laughs> but now yeah. I feel like tattoos are more accepted. Times are changing. Yeah, I feel it's like refreshing when it is like that. At, at our at our preschool, there's so many tattooed teachers and parents and friends. That's good. So yeah, I concur. <laughs> I concur. <laughs> I mean, Kelly, you worked at our high school for a little bit, and you have an entire sleeve that goes onto part of your hand. I do. It's you beautiful. can see my finger tattoo. Um, but I did also kind of cover up. It's kind of. Yeah. It, you know, I do cover up conservatively at times for my own expression of self and mm-hmm. for my own comfort level. Yeah. And whether it's, I think when I was younger, it was more fear-based. Like, I don't want criticism or, like conversation I also like hate getting hit on it happens all the time and I hate it Mm -hmm. so sometimes I just like dress wild it doesn't help at all but it's this thing it's this control avoid uncomfortability yeah Yeah. like it's almost like we have all these egos of self and sometimes I don't want others to see me it's not like um my tattoos are for me not for you yeah you know and sometimes I get a vibe like and I cover up and then also it can be a distraction too. So depending on what my job is to be served, I'd guarantee you a tattooed person at a high school has to talk about their tattoos all day long yeah. because they're so obsessed with it and they all want one. Yeah, and Kelly, then, what's that? Yeah, and I'm like, shh, have you ever been to yoga? Shh. <laughs> we don't scream out, show your body. We don't do that. Put your tattoo away. It's a library. Yes. <laughs> this is a library. Yoga is a little library. So shh. Respect your body. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I'm like, I don't scream at you to rip your shirt off to show me things. It's very inappropriate. The audacity that people have, they'll be like, oh my gosh, I love your tattoo. Can I see it? And they're pointing to like a sliver of my hip. And I'm like thinking, oh no, yeah, let me take out my shirt. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know where that, uh, that line was ever just like a race where people can just see a tattoo through a sheer shirt and be like, what? What do you got going on what under there? What is that there? there? Like it doesn't count about asking you to be seeing you naked because you're pretending it's to see the tattoo. But really yeah. you just want to see me naked. Yeah, and I'm like, Get okay, lost. I can tell that you're looking down my shirt so you can see what's going on can down my shirt. That? But that's really gross. I see your eyes there. I also have eyes. I'm not asking to see your dick, bro. <laughs> Please don't show it to me. Oh Please don't. I don't want a dick pic. Unpopular <laughs> opinion. Unsolicited is that dick unpopular pics. opinion? Because I think that's a popular the opinion. The only one who loves it is Kendra. Oh my gosh. I <laughs> I just call her out all the time. She's going to get just hella dick pics to her Instagram. Yo, oh send God. in a DM. Do not. <laughs> You have Don't listen to me. One day I'm going to go into our Instagram and my eyes are going to burn out of my retina holes. You really think you... someone's going to send us a dick pic? Yes, because... Josh... Please someone do it just to prove oh, me no. correct. You say we're going to get a bunch of people listening to our show in a different country and they're going to become obsessed with us and oh, they're going to no. fucking send us dick yeah. pics. They're going to start asking. Or you're going to get some weirdos to start asking you for like 
Can you send me pictures of your toes? I would love to send I'm, pictures of my toes I'm, for money. I'm any for day. I, <laughs> any fucking Age day. Age has great feet. I'm starting an OnlyFans called Only Sweats, <laughs> where I just wear sweats. <laughs> what, do you, what do you need? I can't see your feet. They're oh, covered. they're in socks. Oh, yeah. But Kelly's obsessed Very cute with them. See? If I had a hetero male, I'd be all about the feet. I'd be like, here's some shoes, here's some socks. She has a <laughs> creepy closet full of shoes. <laughs> Would you buy her toe socks? Oh, my God. I love toe socks. Low you key. love toe socks? Like, is that a popular opinion, toe socks? Or do people think that they're weird? They're really weird. I think that they're weird. They, Where does your they, pinky toe go? In the hole. <laughs> it's always hanging out. Like, <laughs> how does your foot go? <laughs> Just that fifth one just dangles off the Mine side Mine does of your not head. dangle. Mine's very much <laughs> so a connected. Pinky toe? <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. That dissension. No. <laughs> I think I just made that word up. Dissension? The dissension. You remember that dumbass chart in school that was like, oh, if your foot's shaped like this, you're a Roman. I'm and a if Roman. your foot's shaped like this, you're Greek. I'm y'all both. Are, y'all are dumb. Y'all are dumb. <laughs> Don't listen to school. My foot looks like nothing you've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) It's her pterodactyl feet. Uh, So, Chelsea, Mm -hmm. if you were a bird, what kind of bird would you be? Oh, a bird of paradise. Oh, Oh, shit. (laughs) That's the best answer we've ever gotten. (laughs) That's a good one. That was just, they just rolled. You I know? have a crush on Chelsea. Oh, stop. Between the bird of paradise and the mm. white Russian, I'm lit. <laughs> We're... That was, wow. Wow. Okay, you, do you want to know why, though? Yeah, a dog. Do we? Okay. We're on the end of our seat here. Well, it, it's got to do with the diabetes, okay? Oh, my God. Oh, my so, God, so excited. Right, sorry. right after the summer that I got diagnosed with diabetes. So, I got diagnosed in January. So in the summer, my family had planned a trip to go to Hawaii. Well, I had to go to summer school first because I missed so much school with getting diagnosed. So right after summer school got out, we were on a plane to Hawaii. And we land. And your girls got her little Adidas ripoff button pants on. Oh, fuck yeah. You know? Very 90s. I was ready to go. And I had my thermos of crystal light. <laughs> That's the drink. Prepared. When you get diagnosed, you yep. drink crystal light. You drink crystal light. That's all you drink. It's really? so delicious. Yes. It's the best tasting thing for us diabetics. Still? To this day? You know? Yeah. It's just been a long time. Because you know, now we have insulin and we know how to program stuff in if we want something normal, you know? But when you're diagnosed, you're like on a preset eating schedule for like mm-hmm. a year. Yeah. So you just... Oh, wow. You literally think you have to eat it like in the morning. At 10.30 for a yeah. little mid midday snack. And 4 p.m. At, at, at lunchtime. Yeah, 4 p.m. for your snack. It's yeah. And and, oh, and the, sugary drinks are the biz when you're a kid. You forget, but like you need something that so looks good. like everything you're used to drinking. So, so this is kind of, you. I, I feel like I'm cutting off your story and making it about me. No. We didn't even get to the burn. I was diagnosed in January. Yeah. And our present was to go to Hawaii that summer, and we did. With my family. Wow. I was diagnosed on January 13th. January 17th. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. So similar. So similar. Wow. Uh, Okay, continue the story. Yes. Oh, no. We got there, and at the hotel, they had birds. And the bird was a bird of paradise. Oh, my God. He 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 was a beautiful parrot. Oh, my God. Well, it was a girl. And the girl's name was Chelsea. No, it was. <laughs> Are you kidding so me? So I had to take a picture with the bird named Chelsea. So you're just dying over this bird. Yeah. You're like, I'm a bird named Chelsea, and this is my bird named Chelsea. Yep. And wow. it was the best thing. It was the best. Would you get a bird of paradise tattooed on you? Oh, fuck yeah. Same. Like a oh, bird bird or a plant bird a plant, of paradise? Plant my bird of paradise. My sister-in-law has a big badass bird of paradise on her rib cage. <gasps> no way. Like the, like the the botanical one. I love the botanical yeah. ones. I got a botanical one in my house. But Whoa. the indoor ones, fun fact, they don't bloom. Oh. Yeah. I think someone Whoa. someone told me. Well, I watch a lot of, there's this girl on YouTube. Her name's Plantarina. Oh. She's also a crazy plant lady. Yeah. Wow. I'm the plant lady. Uh, Plantarina wow. on YouTube. They said that 
the indoor bird of paradise does not bloom because it does not get enough sunlight. But someone also told me that the indoor bird of paradise might just not bloom because they may be the males. The females are the ones that have the flowers. Interesting. Well, motherfucking duh. duh. I like that theory. I like but that's that also theory. weird because most um, animals in nature, the male is the most uh, the that... feminine. Well, he needs to be indoors. He's tiny. He needs shade. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> go indoors. <laughs> I'm going to go outside and bloom, bitch. Yeah, go be in your cave, you loser. <laughs> I'm going to be 12 feet tall when I fall. Stab your eye out. I love that. I look pretty when I'm dead, bitch. Wow. Bitch. I, I am really loving your answer to that. Wow. Did you already ask that question? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Um, oh, what was your first, like, job? Oh. Like, as a wee, wee lad. Oh, ESS. <laughs> the Extended School Services working for the La Mesa Spring Valley School District. Oh, You've been in the school wow. dis- district forever. Yeah. That's great. You've stayed in the same, like, industry. Yeah, I... So I started working with kids because my older sisters got that job. But I was the one that liked kids more when I was younger. Yeah, I don't really see that in your sisters. Yeah, yeah. I'm calling them out right now. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, Megan. Sorry, Are those your second, third twisted step cousins? Yeah, I'm not sorry. I know Megan's husband's listening and he's probably going to text me right now and scream at me anyway. Yep, (laughs) yep. Oh, my gosh. Rick. He... Screams at me like once a week on text. Oh, if his name is really Rick, my father-in-law's Eric. name is Rick. Oh, I was gonna say Rick Tater or <laughs> Eric Tater. Nice, Eric. Eric Tater. Eric Tater. LOL. <laughs> no, they they worked there first, and they would come home saying all of these hilarious stories about kids, and I was like, man. That sounds fucking hilarious. I feel like I could be really good at this, and so they were like, all right, you're 16 years old. You're old enough to get a job here. Let's do it. <laughs> so actually, it was 17 there. 17, you, you could get a job. So it was my senior year. I gave my application over, and I literally, my first day was my 17th birthday. Wow. And I went in thinking, cool. I went in thinking, oh, I'm going to tell all these kids, oh, it's my birthday today. You've got to listen. And that did not work. That's fucking hysterical. These tiny kids are like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> you, you think your birthday matters, lady? Okay. So. They should have listened. Yeah. Wow, that's really funny. Oh, well. I'm adding a question to this list because I just saw on your wrist those bracelets that you have on. Yes. Do you want to promote them as a small business for the episode? Yay. Yes. So I recognize. So on my wrist, I have these adorable bracelets, and they're customized. I was given them by my mother for a special occasion, it wow. is a brand called Cash and Kona, and it's actually mine and Adriana's cousin. <laughs> Our other Her cousin. Her name is Katharina Zizo. Then maybe wow. the last name sounds similar yep. to you, uh, Adriana followers. <laughs> but uh, Miss Katharina Zizo made this business during quarantine wow yeah she and cash is her little boy dog and kona is her girl dog and she has an etsy store you can check her out on instagram she's so sweet she's so kind she's an angel she she hustles she makes these bracelets so quick and she customizes them she asks you what you want what you want them to say so mine are my dog's names mac dre Maisie Ray, and we I have one that says, I love you more, because that was a saying that my grandma used to always say, and it has a little butterfly on it. I so, love that. I yeah. absolutely want They're, to order so many bracelets. Right? It's so fun. This She has really cute stuff. It's super cute, and I yeah, I want, I want a million more. I like a stretchy bracelet. Yeah, and someone, one of my girlfriends, even puts her essential oils on them, Whoa. too. She says that the, the beads, like she the just, wooden beads, mm-hmm, she just rolls them on her wooden beads and she kind of uses wow. it as like a little stress roller throughout the day. So I was like, that's a good idea. You can throw some THC oil on there mm-hmm. and just get lit all day. Mm-hmm. Your neck will fall off. <laughs> <laughs> Be a bobblehead. I like it. I like it a lot. Oh, do you have any diabetes nonprofits that you uh, enjoyed like volunteering for or that you support or are you kind of like fuck them all or? So that's a really interesting question for me. I've never 
I've never really done anything for it. Yeah. I've never done the like the, the walk. walk. No, never done the walk. I've never. Word on the street is JDRF is not the biz for diabetics at all. I've so. also heard that, and I I went to diabetes camp when did I was a kid. Camp want to cure Did you go? Did you go? Did you go? Did you go, girl? girl. I was a counselor. <laughs> what if I was your what? counselor when you were a little tiny me? Oh my gosh. We did have to pull up the pictures because we probably went in the same years. I was were there. Were you at Were you at JDRF? I mean the the, the I went MCRD. To, I did a bunch. Wait, I did a bunch of locations. The last one I did was like Santee Lakes. I, I never did the went Girl to Scout. I one. never went to it when they went to Santee Lakes. I only did the one over in Point Loma. Okay. I only went twice when I was a kid. I feel. And like... then, and then I just started doing like soccer camps and stuff like that. Camp Wanakira. Camp Wanakira. I already forgot it, but I used camp to fucking know that. The the talent show at the end of the year. Yes. So fun. So I'm actually friends oh God, with one of the girls crazy. still Whoa. on like. Instagram. Wow. Yeah. Did so, did you go as a count a counselor or were you a kiddo? I was a kiddo. Cool. I was a kiddo. Cool. So is this a camp for just diabetic? Well, yeah. for just diabetic. Just type one diabetic. Only kids type one. From five to thirteen. Or their siblings too. I want to say. Okay, like even support buddies. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah, because yeah. there was a couple kids that were my friends and. They were just siblings, and okay. they were like, nope, I don't have diabetes. I'm just here because my sister's got diabetes. Actually, that sounds about right. I had a yeah. friend whose sister was there the whole time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I had diabetes friends that invited me to camp, so that was kind of like my buddy. But that makes sense. And then the last day, you have a big picnic where everyone's families come, yeah. and then you get to meet all your diabetic friends. Yeah. And actually, I did have friends that I kept for a long time from Camp Wanakura. It's a lot of fun. <sighs> Is it a... Stay away camper, and every day no. you show up. You show up. Go home and take care of her diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> they they did have a stay away one, though, but my parents were like, you've got diabetes. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> like, that was the, my, not only am I the last child, not only do I have an Italian father, but I also have <laughs> that, diabetes. That just, like... Just ruins Sleep it for everything. Your house S only. Forever. Sleepovers at my house only. I got a strict curfew. I, Those Italian. I'm dads. locked away in my tower. You gotta <laughs> yeah. come rescue me. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. Oh if it God, weren't enough so being true. just like a child that's a female or a woman yep. or a lady, mm -hmm. but then to also have a. I was a commandeering father, <laughs> which sounds about right. Yeah. Just like very protective, mm -hmm. and then to have diabetes. I did not go to sleepovers at other people's houses. No. You came to me. So it was mainly because you had to, like, make sure you could stay in check. And, I mean, you, we all grew up in the 90s, so the yeah. technology wasn't necessarily there. Yeah. So what was... Low blood sugar at night and not having people educated enough to help give you juice or help you with okay. any problems. Because no one so gets you've, it. So have you always been... Um, or like trusting, taking... trusting like a, or having to like rely on another parent to give your child their night like their nightly insulin shot, you know? Right, right. So did you wrong, do you shots before and now you're on a pump? Yeah. And then you've just always been doing shots. I had a pump for about a probably for around a, a year in high school. I had the Omnipod. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, I was so thin it just ripped out of me all the time. Oh. I always had catheter bent issues. Mm -hmm. I know they've improved it a lot since then, but yeah. okay, I also did high jump, which is essentially jumping and landing on your pump. Yeah, for a sport. I couldn't imagine. I played competitive soccer, and that it would it would rip off sometimes. Yeah. You know, it would get stuck on your sh the side of your shorts, or yes. it would just pull. Or your seatbelt. Mm -hmm. I took ripped it off a couple times with my seatbelt. Yeah, but um, I also. It's just tough because it wastes insulin sometimes. That's really hard to deal with. Like, the pump will rip off, but you have, like, 100 units of insulin left in it. So mm -hmm. you're, like, trying to draw some of it out and, like, transfer it over. And yep. It's, like, a whole different beast. So they all have, like, their pros and cons. But right now I'm happy with insulin shots, but it's more like the continuous glucose monitor that I'm having a hard time getting consistently. But mm. I noticed a huge difference having one. Do you you do have one? I did have one, and I'm it was like insurance covered a trial pack of uh, it, but now getting it consistently is being an issue. Like, yeah. Like, my diabetes went anywhere. Mm -hmm. Some people can get, can get a continuous glucose monitor for their fucking cat. People can get them for their cat and I'm having a hard time getting them and I'm a person Damn. that the device was created for. I get so salty that when is people post pictures awful. and I'm like begging to get one. So I just yeah. find, I just got one in addition with my pump. Yes. And before 
I was on, before the continuous monitors came out, mm-hmm. I did the study for the for the Medtronic one. Okay. Was the, that one like a the long? sensor. Like it was like a Kit Kat bar shaped? Yes. Yeah. And they used to make you put numbing cream on before attaching wow. the device because Ouch. the... The constant glucose monitor doesn't actually test your blood sugar. It tests your interstitial fluid. And your interstitial fluid is different from your blood sugar because it has a 15-minute lag time. So that's why it's, it's people prefer to use it with a pump because your pump will show, will graph what your blood sugars are doing. So if you're active or you need to go do something, you can see, okay, if I disengage my pump right now, or if I need to take insulin right now, is that a good idea? Am I trending upwards? Am I steady? Or am I, if I take this insulin where you're going a little bit more clearly, Mm -hmm. but then the lag's dangerous because you can be low and the device hasn't caught up. Even when you're in like the emergency room, like I've had situations where like the emergency responders like well I'm testing your blood sugar and you're good you're 85 and I'm like bitch you don't understand I'm 40 yeah maybe 35 I can feel it yep like the machine the machine you need does to not, listen to me the it's machine like, does not know no and the, I know my body the lag is huge and people that's the hardest part about an invisible disease is no one believes you mm-hmm. like it's I've had a lot of doctors type experiences where I'm like you're a quack like you don't understand how diabetes works at all because you're not even believing what I'm telling you mm-hmm. and not every diabetic's the same at all you wake up low, I wake up high. We're both two healthy young adults. That doesn't make you fall into the same category. Yeah. That doesn't mean my liver is amazing. That doesn't mean like Yeah, I'm you know? I'm healthy, I'm okay today, but tomorrow it might be a very different story. Yeah, totally. And also diabetes yeah. just fucks with your immune system also. So, you know, we we are immunocompromised. We are. Jesus. So <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm so sorry, ladies. I'm glad to be your support system. Yeah, thanks yeah. for listening. If you die, if we die, you know why. <laughs> it's because of our healthcare system. Hopefully, we can get that shit fixed. I don't really know many great organizations, but hashtag insulin for all with the number four um, has a lot of great links for people okay. that are going for healthcare, universal healthcare, mm-hmm. and for you know not being in debt for the rest of your life by buying insulin. That would be amazing. We're here for it. Also, I want a prescription of it for a year. I want to pick up a year's worth of insulin. You get your birth control for a year? I want a year. Yeah. Okay. Can we talk about that? Yeah. Because <laughs> here we go. This this Damn constant coming. glucose monitor. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not sure how much yours was, but mine with insurance was still pretty damn expensive. You hit the nail on the head, Chelsea. Yep. <laughs> and then... Once that supplies runs out, uh-huh. you then have to pay for another only 90 days. Uh-huh. And these sensors last 10 days for me because yes. I have the Dexcom. Do you have the Dexcom? No, I wanted the Dexcom, but now I had the Freestyle Libra. Uh. But Dexcom was my first choice, and I think next year I'll have... Girl, we'll talk insurance yeah. after this. Yeah. It'd be very helpful for okay, me. Okay, good. But so, so um, after it, it covers ten days. So I, I stick it on for ten, ten days. I stick mm-hmm. it on for ten days. That's insane. And then my pump will just tell me, oh, it's time to change your sensor because it's gonna stop working right now. And then I gotta stick another one right on. And there's no room for air with the prescription that they give you. No. So they'll give you for a month. They'll give you two. And it's like, but bitch, there's 31 days. Yeah. In most months. Yeah. So you have 90 days. And then wow. it's, if anything goes wrong, if you have to, if it falls off because the adhesive gives away from you on day five, well, mm-hmm. day five, you can either start checking your blood sugar for five days. You can tape or, yourself up like a mummy completely. Yeah. And or you, your life. Or you can... Put another one on and have to make up those five days somewhere else. But wow. it is very expensive. And is... that's only just the constant glucose monitor. So that's a we constant... We then have to pay for insulin. So what's the constant mm-hmm. glucose monitor? Is that like you doing the tester strips on your finger? That's yep. The, the 
sticker. I that sticker? Okay, mm -hmm. okay, okay. Mm -hmm. So that's just testing your blood sugar. That's not that's just for just, everybody that doesn't know because mm -hmm. I do know, but this is for everybody listening who's like, what the fuck are you talking about? So insulin is still something completely entirely different. You are just talking about a machine. That can yeah. prick, that, that so that way we it's don't a, have to prick our fingers anymore. It's just a permanent needle in your body. Yep, mm -hmm. yep. That's right. And But if we don't have those, then we would have to pay for lancets mm -hmm. and test strips. Yes, and really you need all three because one of them is bound to fail at any point. Yep. So that's that's so, about four prescriptions right there. So that's so you already need like all of these things that you have to keep on hand at all times, even though you have this machine, this constant glucose monitor. If it mm -hmm. accidentally fails or something fucks up, you have to have a backup, and then you have to have a backup for your backup. Mm -hmm. yes. Because, At all times. Because even when you hook one up on your arm, it doesn't work for over an hour because it needs to calibrate. So if you still need, if it malfunctions, you need to test your blood sugar, then you have to take out your tester kit. And half the time they'll cover the medical device that work that talks to the CGM, but they won't cover the tester strips. Mm -hmm. So they covered my Freestyle Libra sensor tester, but, but not the wouldn't. strips because you rarely use them. So I had to buy them on Amazon for $50 for 50 strips, but you never use them wow. with the CGM. Yep. You hardly it's, ever use them. But I'd say we have like 10 to 15 prescriptions. Mm-hmm. At all times, mm -hmm. because wow. then there's like, there's so many, there's so many prescriptions you need to have. And, and why, why we are, unfortunately, we aren't going to have a cure for our diabetes in, in, in some time. So why can't you or I get a prescription for an illness that's not going to go away? For life. For life. Why, why do I have to keep going to my endocrinologist and to all these people every single year for the rest of my life for the same fucking thing? And it yeah. runs out. And why, why? I understand. Why do you need to see me? Every three months, I just have me come in, check my A1C, tell me whether or not my blood sugars are doing fine. Yes. And then let me go. <clears throat> yeah, you have to do it to get insulin. Mm-hmm. Only three months. They right? make us jump through all of these monkey hoops just so that way we can get this medicine that we didn't have a choice didn't in you wanting say, to partake in. Didn't you say something that at this point insulin is more costly than like oil at this and point water and water well, yeah water's mm -hmm. cheap <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's the, well it's, it's the it's the most expensive liquid in the world wow not if you ask trump oh he just thinks it's so cheap i was when it's he was so easy to get he was like it's so cheap it's as cheap as water it's so easy for me to get i was like exactly like it is for you for you for you it is free <laughs> for you it is. You think that's that's the whole point is you for live in this you. world where for you and you only it is as cheap as water. You don't have diabetes. <laughs> like you don't have to pay for this every three months <laughs> oh when your God. prescription runs out. <laughs> we need to have some people in office that have actually had one struggle, Everyone's like just told one. Me it needs to be me. I just it, diabetes is so traumatizing that it's hard to like think about talking about it all the time and just being trigger central because it's one thing to sit with diabetics and talk and it's another thing to like represent diabetics to other people mm -hmm. because I think that's like how they put you down so much is like the wear and tear of being diabetic makes it so hard to like I've seen the strongest fighters, but it's so hard to fight because you need a break and yeah. you don't get to take a break. There's no day off with diabetes no. ever. You Ever. don't, you don't get to decide. And I mean, uh, for a while, I, I didn't give a shit about my diabetes totally. for a while. Cause I mean, I grew, I had to grow up with it. Yeah. I was given the responsibility of that at six years old, you know? So there goes mm, your childhood, you yeah. know, like buy, buy cocoa puffs, yeah. buy, yeah. buy yeah. pancakes for breakfast yeah. and, and party bags and, and cupcakes you know, on days when kids would have birthdays at school, you know, I was the kid in class sitting, you know, in there at 1030 eating their little prepackaged mm -hmm. snack or having to have my buddy walk me to the nurse's mm -hmm. office to go check my blood sugar. But, you know, it's it's something that you have to deal with every day. And you get diabetes burnout and you just don't give a fuck and no. don't take care of yourself at all and you feel terrible. Yeah. And, and you know, back 
back when I was a kid, I, I used to not really think about it. And I would just be like, you know, I'm just not going to care. I'm just not going to mm. act like my diabetes matters. And now that I'm an adult, I'm like, holy shit. All of that, right away. all of those years of abuse, how did I, how did I get through that? Like yeah. when you're a kid, you truly are you know you can bounce back so easily but now that I'm an adult I'm like holy shit my blood sugar starts to creep up into the 200s and I'm like dying for some water I'm having to pee every three seconds I start to get a headache Mm -hmm. I'm like oh my gosh I'm going I'm going into DKA I I feel it but you know when I was a kid I used to I used to not check my blood sugar I used to just let my insulin pump pump some insulin in me and I'd be like, all right, I'll take a bolus. That's when you give yourself insulin, Mm -hmm. uh, when you want to eat, uh, you know, I'll give myself a bolus when I need it, you know? And I think when I got older and I was like, wow, you know, uh, I was depressed. Yeah. I was, I was depressed and I, I just thought I was lazy, Mm -hmm. you know, my, I would get in trouble. My parents would see, would take me to my endocrinologist appointments and be like, what the fuck? Yeah, your A1C. What are you doing, kid? You know, like, why don't you care? Why, why aren't you taking care of yourself? Mm. It's such an easy thing to do. It makes you feel like you're a lazy piece of shit, but really it's like you're totally depressed. Yeah, you're just totally depressed. You, you're upset with your body, but you, and you're uncomfortable in your body. But, and this is the only place that you have. So it's. It's a shitty thing to not like your own home mm-hmm. that you have mm-hmm. and to feel like it your betrays home, you, but you're stuck yeah, in it. your home is constantly betraying you. And you your don't mind is so separate yeah. from your body. So like what you're experiencing in your head and your body, like, yeah, you know, your, you, so... your body isn't your safe space, your safe space, you know, yeah. and, and you have to really under, you, you can't understand that, you know, when you yeah. first get diabetes and it, truly took those formative years and all of those fuck-ups and all of those things along the way that made me go wow like shit I was really fucked up for a while there and thank god I have a great support system and people that make me want to fight for this could you imagine not having the support system that both of you guys have like I can't even imagine people who are on the like the poverty line like truly cannot afford for like insulin like i know i mean without help yeah knowing just your story kelly's story and you know knowing some of your stories like without help like you could die you could truly die and i i just I feel like every day oh i'm sh- i can't even imagine it's it's and they awful bury it in the news you can barely find it yeah and i feel like this is something that's absolutely never talked about when kelly told me she wanted to make november like uh diabetes month mm-hmm. i never even heard of that you always yeah. hear no shave november you don't hear yeah. my friends yeah. are dying from diabetes because they can't get insulin november like yeah I feel like this is something I'm so grateful for both of you guys and that you guys both have each other to talk to. And now I've like connected your souls together, (laughs) but I'm really grateful that you guys are talking to whoever's listening about this and hopefully it opens their eyes a little bit and maybe, um, be our diabetic friend. Yeah. If you like need just a homie or just to see other people living a life and they don't talk about diabetes at all, even those kinds of things. Like I love following type ones just to see them living Mm -hmm. their normal ass life. Mm -hmm. So like we're here. Yeah. And maybe you had uh, different thoughts about universal health care and maybe you feel differently about that now. Yeah, if you don't love universal healthcare, you probably never loved a diabetic. Yeah, <laughs> I've I've said this before. I think a couple episodes bef- um, ago, and I think that too many people are able-bodied, and too many people don't know what it's like to live life through struggle, whether it's mental illness, um, diabetes, um, a lost limb, mm-hmm. whatever the situation is, uh, cripple. Can I say cripple? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we'll Google. <laughs> we'll let you know in 12 episodes from now. <laughs> but you know what I mean. So there's so many people who are normal, quote unquote, that they have no idea what it's like to live no. a life that like... Oh, Sorry, they no tell idea. us how to use our uter- use our uterus, <laughs> which is great. Thank you so much because you have one. 
Must men. Nice. <laughs> um, I've... So me and Justin had this conversation recently because he was bitching about something mm-hmm. and said that San Diegans are so entitled. Sorry, I'm totally like blunt historing, historian, historian, no. historian. As I, as I light the rest of my joints, yes. that I forgot that I had. Yes, girl. Uh, San Diegans are so entitled because we have no struggle days. We've never had to start our car early in the morning, shovel snow. Like, our life is so easy. Like, and I think that because we're all from here and we see that kind of lifestyle, having, you know, this hindrance and your disease in your life, like, it has severely altered your life and, like, nobody here, like, I mean, in San Diego, not in this room, but nobody in San Diego really, like, knows the struggle like it doesn't matter where you're from you're from fucking san diego and like everything else your life is so easy (laughs) am i like we're pretty blessed am i like stoner fucking rambling like you're doing pretty great okay no we we're pretty fucking blessed to live here we're we're v lucky let me say that (laughs) v lucky (laughs) v luck yeah I can't say what I was going to say, but it was really funny. Why? Yeah. I can't. Why? Okay, I'll tell you. Okay, when my friends and I used to prank phone call. Okay, we, okay let, me, let me tell you. I'll explain it to you. Okay, I'll do it. Before I say it, though, because I can't just say it. When my friends and I, I'm talking, like, we would prank phone call at sleepovers, and we would talk in a really weird accent, like, call people. And to hang up, we would say, queef, queef, I'm out. <laughs> and we would scream it in the microphone, and I was about to do it. Like, queef, cause queef? You, yeah, because you're like, we're V-lucky. And you looked at me like, well, that's our episode. So I was going to be like, queef, queef, I'm out. And neither of you know the joke. <laughs> and it's we would say it in, like... Deep voice. Like, I can't hear the voice. voice. I'm smiling too hard to get deeper. Yes. <laughs> so, anyway, I guess. <laughs> and, we would try, and we would call the most gregarious people. You know, all the people we call and prank. I'm fully prank aware. Phone calls were the biz. So, anyway, that's I if that. I ever end the episode that way. <laughs> now you know. We used to call ourselves the BH crew, as in butthole. <laughs> So my BH crew, crew listeners out there, queef, queef, I'm out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, we'll say thank you to Chelsea before we queef, thank queef on out of here. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't want to, like, thanks for queefing having me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to s- seem conservative when you're like, no, tell me. And I'm like, no, I'm we not are shy. Not, we are an explicit it's just a story. <laughs> we are an explicit, I was going to say TV show, radio show, Okay. We have a okay. we have okay. a no, but advisory. I told I, after I listened to the first episode, I told Adriana, I texted her, I was like, "You guys got to make this a show. I got to see what goes on behind the scenes." I know. She's like, I, I need a YouTube. I need a YouTube I show. Love YouTube. Yeah. I need a YouTube I show. I started recording all of ours, it. but it was so windy in here. You could during the summer. So I, we're gonna try again now that Do it's it. less windy. Yeah, it was. Okay, so you know how it's freezing in here right now? Mm-hmm. Imagine summertime. It's super hot. So it was super fucking hot in here, and we had like 37 fans going just so we're not melting, and we both are sitting on like butt pads to absorb our sweat because we're on a suede couch. And all you hear is <laughs> in the background, and like we're both sitting on fucking ice packs. <laughs> like it was bad. I should upload them. Yeah, we're like yeah. sweating. We're both just like, oh, just gonna be Just that. like a couple, a yeah. couple little, little sweat. Yeah, we're just sweaty. Little piggies. Now I'm cold. I know. Now I know. it's actually kind of chilly and it's nice. I know, but it's like, you know, it's like the two weeks into November. Next week it's going to probably be back in it's the It's going to be like 100 degrees next week. No, I got sunburn on I Monday. Got, I fucking got rid of my, put my fan away already and it's such a bad idea. That's a no for me, dog. <laughs> okay, on that note. Okay, Chelsea, thank, thank you, so, you much. so much. Queef, queef. <laughs> <laughs>